0: Welcome to Star Wars Action News' coverage of San Diego Comic-Con International, hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Be sure to come to SWActionNews.com to see hundreds of photos from the convention floor and chat with other listeners about the news and exclusives from San Diego Comic-Con.
1: This is Star Wars Action News coming to you live from San Diego Comic-Con. I'm Marjorie.
2: I'm Arnie. And we don't have a show, despite how this (laughs) seems, how it looks like we're having a show right now. One thing's consistent about San Diego Comic-Con, and that's hotel bandwidth is always at a max. And this is our first year doing a full video podcast at San Diego Comic-Con. We wanted our coverage to be the best it's ever been this year. Star Wars Episode 7 coming up, lots of toys, lots of new licensees. We wanted to cover it all, and we just realized there was no way we were going to get all that video uploaded and edited by Monday. So instead, here we have a little bit of a stopgap to hold you over until the actual episode is through. We videoed the entire Hasbro brand presentation, as well as the high-end collectibles presentation with FX Collectibles, Kotobukiya, Sideshow and Gentle Giant. So here are those panels for you, and we'll be back in a few days with our final San Diego Comic-Con wrap-up.
3: All right, we're here. You're here. Hello. How about we start Whoa. early? Yeah. yeah! Yeah! I mean, you don't want to see any black series or anything, so you know, it's okay yeah. if we hold off. So thank you for coming. It is a good time to be a Star Wars fan. These are very exciting times. We've got a couple movies coming. We've got TV, Rebels. You guys go to the panel yesterday for the Rebels? Yeah. Yeah. Very strong looking show. We've got Clone Wars on Netflix, publishing apps. So there's a lot to do. And our team here like kids in the candy store. There's a a whole lot going on. So we're going to dive right in if we can get the screen going. Great. So let's talk Rebels coming this fall. We are thrilled because we're getting a chance to get a new bad guy. We love Maul, we love Vader, we love Grievous. but We need somebody new. So we've got the Inquisitor. So you'll be seeing a lot of him in this presentation and in the months to come. We love that the show is bringing us great new heroes, new cast of characters with a lot of links to the past. So. Terrific that this show is set in between episode three and four, so you get a chance to bridge the generations and get 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 a stab at two bites of the apple with different types of characters, new and of course, selfishly, that gives us a great chance to make a whole lot of new toys. So, some of you have seen the trailer. It was released exclusively yesterday for the first time. We happen to have it here today. Anybody here want to see the new Rebels trailer? Yeah! All right. Hold on. I'd say that it looks pretty good. Some action in there. Fantastic show. So we're going to get to the good stuff and start talking toys. Before that, I want to introduce the team here. So as you can see, there's only a few of us here today because the rest are back at our headquarters furiously working on more great toys for Rebels and some toys for a little something called Episode 7 you know, coming in the future. So we've got a busy team and uh, they are hard at work. But I want to take a chance to introduce our folks here. I'm Jeff Labovitz on the marketing team for Star Wars, joined by...
4: Darth Molly Krieger, also <laughs> on the marketing
5: team. Uh, Bill Raleigh, product design manager. <laughs>
6: uh, Chris Gallagher, director of product development for cool Lucasfilm. That's Jedi Master. Yes. Wow. I'm like Padawan. I'm getting there.
3: I yes, would uh, be a bounty hunter then. Is so we're very good? fortunate to have Chris here. Lucasfilm, like we've said this before in, in, in all the years we've been here, they're fantastic partners. We love working with Chris and his team. And there's some more folks out there here today. So. Uh, oh, Terrific partnership. We love working with Lucasfilm and Disney, and we've got big things in our future. The future is very bright for this brand, and and we're thrilled to be along for the ride. So what we love about Rebels, I was alluding to before, is its tie back to the past. And Chris here, who is, of course, an expert in the lore of Star Wars and the history, um, has quite a bit of info to share about the tie to Ralph McQuarrie, clearly a Star Wars icon.
6: I don't know about the rest of you, but every time I see something on Rebels, it gets me so excited because we're getting brand new stories but we're getting them in a time period that feels obviously very familiar and there are elements once you hear the screech of a TIE fighter going by, the sound of its weapon, it just brings you back, you know you know exactly the era that you're in um, but one of the things that's been talked about uh, with Rebels that I think is really adds a layer to that is the influence of Ralph McQuarrie's Artwork on the look and feel of the series. And anybody who's a Star Wars fan has got to be a fan of McQuarrie's artwork. I mean, it's such a fundamental part of the visual language of Star Wars. I mean, it's, it's keyed into so much that, uh, that's built into the films. And, um, you know, it's, it's the, the look of it, some of the, the vehicles, the characters, it's all kind of pulling from that same DNA that built the original series. And I could talk about it all day, but actually I think it's uh, more important that we've got a little bit, a uh, little clip of uh, of Dave Filoni talking about it. That was, uh, you got that ready to go?
7: <laughs> it's like a,
6: a mobile probe droid.
8: Yes.
7: So this is a whole new era to get into and in between episodes three and four. Yes.
3: The opportunity to work in the era that I grew up with, you know, even though it precedes that era, uh, it, this show will precede episode four. It's still tremendously exciting because this visual language is now open to us, and very directly, what Ralph McQuarrie was doing is now open to us in a way that we could never exploit on Clone Wars.
7: You look at Ralph's design, and it's a few degrees off of where it was in Episode Four because it's concept art. That's right. When you use it in Star in Rebels, it's going to be a few degrees off of Episode Four because that's where we are in the timeline.
3: Yeah, we said, what if this was. CG. What if these paintings just pop them off and suddenly get in dimension and the same type of camera work that you see in the original films? Uh, that would be a very inspired animated series. I want to go as far as uh, really trying to get the, the essence and color palette out that you see in all of the Ralph Cory prints and then that feeling, that journalistic feeling that you get with the lighting, mm-hmm. with the color tones in A New Hope.
6: So you can see, it's really throughout the series you're going to have it. And what does that mean, you know, for us on this panel, for for uh, the folks here who have uh, the the great, it's a it's a privilege and it's a lot of fun to be taking the the visuals that you see in the films and kind of bring them, you know, to physical form, 3D form. And of course, we've everybody here. Lucasfilm, Hasbro's really revered uh, Macquarie stuff. And we've done the Macquarie series figures before. We've drawn from very literally from some of those. And now we get a chance to kind of revisit that in a new way. So what you'll see throughout Rebels is a lot of that Macquarie influence in big ways and in small ways too. And with the characters, you know, we kind of get to draw from that same palette. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, there's some that are Um, a little bit maybe more directly taken from it. We have Zeb, who is rapidly becoming one of my favorite characters. Um, If you look at the concept art that was done for Chewbacca, right, originally, which we have there on the left, and that's, you can really see where that came from. It's it's, it's right there uh, at the core of when Star Wars started. So this is what we're pulling from. And you see other elements throughout. Some are maybe more Literally taken from it, and I think we have a chance to see some of that a little later on. And then some of it becomes just sort of stylistically taken from it. So you'll see um, when you see how the Stormtroopers are animated, for instance, uh, the way they look. There's the, the styling is there. Sort of the curve of the helmet is just a little bit different. The look of the face is a little bit different, and it's, it's drawn from a lot of that same artwork. And it's really a lot of fun, I think, as you'll look through the line. It almost becomes like little Easter eggs to look at well, what are the elements that, that I kind of recognize and that makes it feel instantly like Star Wars. And there's bits, uh, Ezra has a helmet that he wears and you can see how it's taken, the look of it, the, the visor and the, the mouth parts, how it's taken from some of those uh, designs that Macquarie did, you know, from, from day one. So there's a lot of authenticity to it, I think.
3: Thanks, Chris. So we're lucky to have Bill Raleigh here, who's a big player on our design team, and he can show you a little peek behind the curtain of what goes into the steps of making some of these great figures.
5: Yeah, so what we wanted to do here is give you guys a quick glimpse of uh, the, the process, more or less, of uh, an action figure. So right here, if you, is Hera is one of our stars for the, the new animation, and she's got a lot of attitude, and, and she's pretty cool in, in, in the show, so we really wanted to bring that through in the toy. And uh, if you'll see the next slide, we start to get some really great reference from our partners over at Lucasfilm that helps us figure out scale, proportion, color, and we start to plan early on with, uh, with our sculpting team to kind of get things as accurate as possible, and we work back and forth with Lucasfilm seamlessly, right? Yes. Absolutely.
6: And, and frantically sometimes. Frantically. <laughs> and
5: uh, next slide here, this is an example of some, some head reference that we'll get from them as well. And then uh, here's an early model of the sculpt. But uh, something interesting about this one in particular is, her style is, is a little bit different than classic figures. Her torso is very small, her legs are very long, and she's the pilot. So we have to get her to fit into a vehicle. So that's one of the challenges that the design team will go through to try and make everything fit properly and still look as much like the show as it could possibly look like. And here's an example of a deco sheet. So. Uh, we'll try and pull as much from the film as possible and throw that onto the toy to make it again as accurate as possible. But we're excited about it, and uh, we got I think we got another one too to show real quick. Oh,
3: and this is the pack that Hera will be available in. You can see all this downstairs. One of our mission series, three and three-quarter inch packs. All new Stormtrooper Commander and Hera.
5: Uh, next up, we have Sabine. She's uh, she's also very very edgy and cool in our show. We're excited about her as well.
3: Love the Mandalorian armor. What?
5: Don't say that. Oh,
3: (laughs) not authorized to say that.
5: (laughs) Uh, Again, here's some reference that we'll have uh, from Lucasfilm that we'll get um, early on. It's pretty cool to see everything kind of come together. Because she has such an attitude in the show, we really wanted that to come across in the action figure. And it actually took our team three tries to get the pose just right because we, we, we want it to, to stand and, and function the way a normal action figure does, but we want you to get some attitude there to get that character kind of uh, expression across.
6: Actually, if I can jump in on that for one minute. That, that's something I think that is interesting that may or may not be known about the process when we do it, is it's not you know, just, especially on something where we're sort of creating product at the same time that the source material is being done, we're going back and put a lot of questions that need to get answered. So we'll get this incredible artwork, this incredible reference, but a lot of times it may be what the artists themselves and the animators themselves are using as sort of the, the, the base content, right? So then the next question is sure, we have that, but what's the character like? What's the personality? What's the attitude? What's the, you know, how do they move? How do they fight? How do, so we, we do a lot of back and forth trying to clarify these things so it's not just taking a static image. And bringing it into a, a, a figure, it's really kind of capturing the essence of that character. And I think the Hasbro team does a fantastic job of that.
5: Thanks. Well done. Well done. <laughs> but uh, again, here's a, here's a color sheet or an example of how we would then give a sheet with our colors to our model shop and then over to our factories in China to have them actually manufacture the toy. But a, a cool note about this figure, she comes with her two, two uh, pistols with real working holsters. and uh, So she's kind of the gunslinger attitude of she's the she's awesome she's all attitude she's, she's awesome. all, all attitude, attitude. <laughs> and there's her two pack which is available downstairs for you to look at as well
4: Hey, thanks bill so mission series is all about duos going out on a mission or truly rival pairings and we have some new packs to share with you so the first up. From Rebels, we have Chicatro Vizago. His name, when translated in Spanish and (laughs) French, loosely means Scarface. So he is an underworld boss in the world of Rebels, and he comes with IGRM, who is his thug droid, and he's based off the Macquarie design for IG-88. Never before seen 100% new figures.
3: Every underworld boss needs a Underworld droid, right?
4: (laughs) Okay. So everyone loves Wookiees, and we have two new ones to share with you from Rebels. We have Wolf Waro. He is the leader of the Wookiees, and Chris, we have you to thank for such an easy Name to spell and pronounce. Thank
6: you very much. We try to get as many letters as possible. Yeah, yes. As many consonants
3: as I think your finger possible. just hit so the key so a couple so times.
6: Yeah. Really,
4: <laughs> we really appreciate that. And he comes with one of the Wookiee warriors.
3: Do we have the Wookiee voice talent here? I can. I'm not really in my throat. Oh, he does wow. a great Wookiee. What's better than one Wookiee? Two, Two Wookiees. So, <laughs>
4: so we love Rebels. We're very excited about it. But we haven't forgotten about our classic characters. We have Wicket and Biker Scout, and we're recreating the Battle of Endor scene from Episode 6. Next, also 100% new, we have Bosk and IG-88. I would say it's safe to say that Bosk is our favorite of the Trend Ocean species. Wouldn't you, Jeff? He's my
3: favorite Trend Ocean bounty hunter.
4: So we love bounty hunters. Wait, let me
3: think. Yeah, (laughs)
4: Bosk. So we love this pairing, and we love this new pack. Okay, so let's move on to Saga Legends. These are our single three and three quarter figures. Here on the screen, you'll see two from Rebels. First, we have the ATDP pilot, which is the all-terrain defense pod, a new figure created for the series. And as well, we have our Rebels TIE pilot. So this is the first time you're seeing a TIE pilot in the Rebels animation style. So we also, in addition to Rebels, we love the Clone Wars, we love season six, which is available on Netflix now, and these figures are 100% new. We have the Clone Wars Jedi Temple Guard, and we have Clone Wars Commander Greed. This is the first time we're doing them in a realistic style. We also have the F5 At-At Driver, and we have uh, Clone Wars Placoon. So for the AT-AT Driver, Typically in the films, you saw him from the torso up, so you're seeing his legs for probably the first time ever.
5: <laughs>
4: and for for Kuhn, like I said, we love the Clone Wars, and this is the first time we're doing him in a realistic style. But
5: he's gonna hold his lightsaber correctly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he woke up it's on the wrong changing. side of the bed, not having a good day.
4: So now I wanna pass it to Bill, and we're gonna talk okay. about three and three quarter vehicles.
5: So yeah, before we get into that real quick, I wanted to give you guys another quick glimpse behind the curtain, if you will. Um, we have a designer on the team named Mark Boudreau, who's been with uh, Star Wars for over 36 years now. Great asset. It's amazing to have him on the team. And uh, if you want to click the next slide. That's actually him over there on the right. And uh, over on the left is an early model that he worked on for the original Imperial Troop Transport back in the uh, 70s, 80s, so that he helped design. And uh, as you can see, the front is actually very wedge shaped and the, uh, the feedback was that it looked too much like a snow speeder. So he actually had to go back and flatten it and make the, uh, the troop transport that we all know and love and probably had when we were children. And uh, we can actually see that transfer over into the rebels.
3: These are actually his notes from when Oh, yeah. Back when. That's
5: actually from his desk. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we should talk about his desk. So yeah. that's what Mark works in every day.
3: Have, if you've ever wondered what a toy designer's office looked like, it looks like that. Sometimes yeah. we find him buried underneath boxes. That Naboo starfighter hanging above his head, we've seen that down on his desk, and Mark sprawled out.
5: It's a good thing there's no earthquakes in Rhode Island.
6: That's right. <laughs>
3: so you can
5: see his design is then actually. Transferred over pretty well over into the rebels as well.
6: So we were we were actually joking about that, that because uh, when the, when they say he's been there so long, he's pretty much a day one guy. I mean, he's been doing some of the original designs. It's fantastic, incredibly talented. So to see sort of the, some of the, you know, we talk about Macquarie being the the, the groundwork. Well, for the product, you know, it's it's almost as much as Mark the same way. So we were joking about, like, the circle is now complete. No, we just kind of come from the original designs, from the original toys, coming, yeah. which is now influencing the uh the design of the series.
5: And his love comes through. I mean, you can see it in uh, every aspect of this vehicle. He's got the, uh, the figures fit on the outside. There's also storage inside for your, your characters as well. He made use of every single piece. Those open slots right there are for extra accessories and weapons for you to store. I mean, he thought of everything and he wants to make as much use out of the uh, plastic as possible so everybody gets their money's worth.
3: Alright, let's talk a little bit about Star Wars Command coming out this fall at all the major retailers. All new way of playing. A lot of you have seen this before. We are inspired by Green Army Men Play. It's what I grew up with and a lot of us grew up with. And we thought, why don't we take Green Army Men Play but add the Star Wars twist? So for the first time ever, you can recreate very easily the epic battles of Star Wars. You've seen this if you've been to our booth, the massive diorama we set up. And for pretty low price points, you could build squadrons of troopers. I think we have one corner of our diorama that's got something like eight or 12 uh, Imperial troopers in there. Uh, So fantastic way of army building and battling. And it's a time old, age old play pattern that we're infusing into the Star Wars world. Here you can see the layout of the type of battlefield you can build for uh, not a lot of money. I mean, it's a it's a very value-driven line with terrific amount of figures, and the sculpt is pretty detailed on these guys. They're
6: actually great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love I love this whole play pattern because I was thinking that uh, you know back before I I discovered. Star Wars figures because they, they weren't even out. yet, believe it or not. I you know I played with the uh, the little Green Army Man. The same thing. You'd build these these you know great battles and you have the little tanks, the little figures, little dude with a gun over his head. Uh, but you know this is kind of the same way. One of the great things also about the uh, the the property that it's it's sometimes hard to encompass, uh, particularly you know sometimes with with figures whatever else is the scope of this. You know we've we've done some things before. Um, with the, the smaller unleashed and stuff, this is, this is actually I think the best way to get sort of that sense of scope of all the troopers and all the vehicles and you know those, those epic battles.
3: So we have a couple new packs to show you that we're going to put out on display after the panel. We've got Clone Wars pack with a number of different clone sculpts with a couple episode two troopers, a pilot, Rex. So all of this, there's actually a couple figures missing in here. For all of this, it's under $5. So you get a good amount of figures, great amount of play for not a lot of money. We also have a droid pack with one of our favorites, Grievous. Here you get a couple different battle droid sculpts and super battle droid.
5: As you can see, our our theme throughout is the the generals or the important guys in the packs are uh, metallic paint. So your good guys are going to be gold and your bad guys are going to be in the silver.
3: And we've got a slightly larger pack for uh, under $10. We've got a Desert Escape pack, 10 figures. We've got Sand Troopers, the Droids, Obi-Wan, and as Bill said, our Generals here. We call them Generals, but they're really the leaders in the pack. You've got Han and Boba Fett. All right, let's talk about some retail exclusives, starting with our partners at Toys R Us. We have a great lineup for Toys R Us, a great theme called Reveal the Rebels. So it's all about secrets within the Rebel show. And all of the packs we're doing with Toys R Us have a secret figure or vehicle to be revealed after you get the pack. So I can't talk about them here today or else I don't know what would happen if I said it. So all these packs have a secret reveal within within each pack. Now, I love the number in the top left there, 93. When have we ever done 93 of anything in one pack? So as uh, Chris was saying, it's a great chance to get terrific value in army building a one-stop shop. And it's worth highlighting here that this pack also comes with the Star Destroyer that you'll see downstairs. We love this vehicle, not only because it's so iconic throughout the fantasy, but for the first time ever, we're letting kids control an RC Star Destroyer using the power
6: of the force.
3: <laughs> we have a force-controlled gauntlet that a kid or a grown-up can put on their hands, and simply by moving your wrist, you can make it go forward, back, and then my favorite of all, you turn your wrist over. And it fires projectiles with projectiles. massive explosions. That was perfect. Thank you. cue. So, so it's really phenomenal. I mean, I was the kid, I probably shouldn't say this, but I was the kid who would cut apart my Green Army men and take take magnifying glasses, and, you know, and, and do do things to my to my toys, the cheap toys. So with this, you can knock down as many figures as possible. It's the goal of this play pattern. Set up your figures, knock them down. And this Star Destroyer just using the power of the force with your hand sends the Star Destroyer into battle and it causes mayhem and the figures go flying. And it shoots projectiles and it does shoot projectiles as well. We also have this other army building pack, not 50. 50, I said to Molly, hey, Molly, should we do a pack with 50 figures? It's too few. Yeah, she said no. It's got to be 51. So we've got 51 figures in here, just a huge, massive pack with an exclusive figure as well. And if you're going to get 51 figures in one shot, you need a place to put them all. So this is going to be a carrying case from Toys R Us where you can store up to a hundred of these guys. I think we need a bigger carrying case because it's easy to get a hundred of these figures and of course it comes with an exclusive figure as well. Within six inch, our partners at Toys R Us will have the famous cantina scene, no I won't make any jokes about shooting, that's been done, but we know the answer. And you can also recreate the indoor scene. I think when I'm, I'm going to get this pack of course, I'm not going to open it open it up. I mean, I like it just like this. Yeah,
5: I mean, it's a great way to, to really capture the scene. Big vehicle.
3: Great value. So for Walmart, we partnered with them on this massive Millennium Falcon. You've seen our X-Wing, uh, it's been revealed before and we have it downstairs. What's another great vehicle to do from a Star Wars galaxy and make it big? It's the Millennium Falcon. So this is the biggest vehicles we could get for a low price. We all just wanted to get the most iconic vehicle out there into kids' hands and grown-ups. And it's just fantastic value. Big old vehicle to fly around the house with. At least that's what we do. <laughs> And you've seen, uh, as I mentioned, the big X-Wing. For Sam's Club, we're doing this exclusive electronic X-Wing. This is Luke's Red 5, and R2-D2, you press his dome, and you get phrases and and sound effects from the trench run scene, so you can recreate that scene, and it's got R2's LED lighting up, so some great playing here as well at Sam's Club. And who's going to forget Jedi Force? For Amazon, we've got, we haven't done this before, all these Imperial troopers in one place. TIE pilots, no troopers, really good pack. The team did a nice job with this one. For Target, we are very pleased to have these 12 inch figures. It's a six pack and it's a mixture of both characters from Rebels in the far right to characters that are from the uh, first six movies. So we've got Darth Vader, an exclusive clone in there, an exclusive uh, Shadow Trooper in there as well. So six great figures at 12 inches and a mixture of the past and Rebels. Also at Target, you can get in one stop shop the figure and the vehicle. This is the Inquisitor and his his ride, the TIE advanced prototype. And get the Rebels uh, driver and his ride, the ATDP, and Kanan, the new Jedi Knight from, oops, spoiler alert, from the, uh, <laughs> he's got a lightsaber, of course he's a Jedi. New Jedi from the show, and his, uh, one of the ships from the show, the the Phantom. Oh. oh! Also at Target, we are doing six inch. These are the black hole troopers, the shadow troopers. I love these guys. These guys have armor that's invisible, invisibility army, so Vader sends these guys into battles when he doesn't even wanna go there. These are the guys that go to the worst possible circumstances. They're special forces guys, right? So we love these. Um, it's a fantastic product uh, at Target. And uh, you've seen this one as well. Six-inch Boba Fett prototype armor. We've done it three and three-quarter inch, and it's available exclusively at Walgreens.
5: It's six inch not three and 3 quarters
3: uh, six inch. Did I say three and three-quarter? We've done three and 3 4 oh, Yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've done three and three-quarter inch. This is the six-inch Boba. Fett. Speaking of three and three quarter inch, let's talk a little bit of Black Series.
5: All right, first up we have Yavin Ceremony Leia. We actually haven't done this figure since 2004 so there was a little bit of room for improvement so we went ahead and, and did that. Um, it's a completely new figure and uh, she comes with her fabric uh, soft goods cape along with a medal and who should she give that medal to? Got it. There you go. So. We, uh, we did an ep for episode four head with the slick back um, hair so that you can kind of complete your Yavin ceremony that everybody's been wanting to do and uh, give Chewie finally his medal that he deserves. <laughs> okay, uh, c- uh, Commander Wolf, Clone Commander Wolf. Here's an example again how we're taking some of the um, clone we're styling and doing it in a realistic form and throwing it in a three and quarter inch line. And uh, he's a pretty cool looking guy. We're excited about him, two pistols, a real working holster, and he's got some soft goods on his uh, his skirt. Well, we call it a skirt, it's not really a skirt. What
6: is it be called? Kama, uh, yeah. yeah. Nice, well done. It's well good.
4: done. There you go. Actually, he has yeah, phase uh, three desert armor.
6: Yeah, Filoni's gonna be
3: excited about that one. Yeah this, this oh, really? yeah, this one's for Dave.
5: <laughs> okay, and then we have uh, Captain Rex. I'm supposed to look at my notes. Okay, so here's where we actually um, There's a new head, new torso, uh, with the uh, welding of the phase one and phase two uh, pieces in there, uh, complete with rust paint and welding marks sculpted in. Uh, Again, with two holsters for his two blasters. And uh, yeah, you're going to get a lot of posability out of him. He'll be pretty cool. And then we have another new character, Commander Doom uh, from (laughs) EP6. Why are you all laughing? Why? Why? (laughs) We're excited. We're excited about Doom. Excited about Doom. Uh, new Commander Doom. He's created for season six. Um, he uh, is our first phase two done in the realistic form. And um, he reports to Tiplar. He's his lead commander. Who's Tiplar? Nobody knows who Tiplar is. Okay. Next up, we have uh, Dutch Van. I'm sorry, John Dutch Vanders. Uh, we haven't done him since 2004 either, I believe. Right? Is that what it mm-hmm. was? Yep. Um, he's the gold gold squadron wide y- wing leader, and uh, this is another opportunity for us to kind of update the sculpt and give you something that's more realistic and on fantasy. So we're excited about him as well. Okay, and then. Uh, Next up we have the Yoda's test Darth Vader. So this figure actually has a removable piece of Darth Vader's head uh, or face plate and you'll actually see Luke underneath so you can complete your whole Yoda's test uh, tunnel scene you guys got going on at home, right? (laughs) Yeah. Finally. Next up we have some six inch stuff. Wait, oh, the power's dying on your, your oh, okay. ep <laughs> 4 TIE pilot. So we're, we're excited to be able to bring this character into the six-inch scale as well. I mean, we're able to get more detail than ever in, into the textures of the fabrics that they're wearing, the, uh, the shine of the helmet, the details that pop on the paint, like the metallics on the blacks, and, and even the buttons. I mean, we can't capture as much detail as we have without doing it in the six-inch, and it's been amazing.
3: Yeah, and we wanted to thank you as well. The Black Series has been such a success, the three and three quarter inch and the six inch. So we really appreciate your support. We see no end in sight for Black Series. We're we're really excited about it. It's like a pet pet project for us, a labor of love for the design team here and Chris.
6: Yeah, and it's great because, I mean, we can revisit some characters. You know, the Type Pilot's a great example where you're doing it in a scale where you can get into that detail uh, you know, so much deeper and, and every every button, every seam, uh, and we do look at every button and every <laughs> seam. Yes, we do. So, uh,
3: it's great. The team gets a, gets a real thrill working on these. Molly and I are setting up meetings with our design partners, and when they find out it's not a Black Series meeting, it's kind of like, oh,
5: that's
3: all you guys want to talk about.
5: Uh, n- no comment. <laughs> no, it's good. All right, oh, next up, okay, so we're excited to keep talking about Black Sears, right? Um, clone Trooper Sergeant right here, uh, he's uh, in, in green, which designates his rank as a sergeant, and this is the first time we're doing a ranked uh, clone trooper in the six-inch scale, so we're excited about that you want me to say? No, okay. Oh, we have the tools, we will build it. Um, so we have a Han Solo uh, in Stormtrooper outfit, Obviously, uh, so this is an existing head that we put on the stormtrooper existing body, but we um, made a brand new helmet so it can actually go on and off. You're not just swapping heads; you're actually sliding it on and off. But um, what about the oh, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, what about mother? the collar? So but one of the things is the design team came up with is, or, or found out, when we put that head on the body, you really see the neck and you see the joint in there. And working with Lucasfilm, it just wasn't acceptable. It's not realistic enough. So we actually went in and tooled a new collar piece that slides in there as well. So he's completely covered correctly. And it matches fantasy.
6: And I, that's, that's a great, you know, we're talking about revisiting some characters, but it it's, it's kind of a new challenge to go back when we're doing it at the scale details just like that where you know we look at it together and we go I, it's just not working and you dive back into the reference and you're pulling screenshots and you're pulling you know costume reference on it and going back in to try to you know it's great that you guys can work with us and it's find it's not fun to... at all not fun
5: at all <laughs> digging into the old reference from when i was a kid it's horrible
6: it's fun for me
3: no I'm, i i'm joking it's completely fun i love it We've got exactly. Chris on speed
5: dial, for sure. Yeah, it's good. Whoa! Ooh.
4: Whoa! What? My favorite, Trandoshan.
5: <laughs> that is right, Molly. Molly, the world's foremost Bosque collector.
3: Yes. I mean. yes. No, no, there's somebody else. It is somebody else. And there is somebody. Oh, you're going to get in trouble. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, there is
5: somebody else. So uh, we're excited to introduce Bosque in the 6 inches. as well. He's got a lot of great colors. He's really going to pop in that pack. and. Um, he comes complete with his, his rifle. Uh, all of those hanging wires and all that are soft PVC, so you'll get to articulate them pretty well. And uh, the most important thing that we're excited about, articulation wise, is his jaw, because his mouth actually opens up pretty wide and his tongue is a separate piece in there, which hides the articulation.
3: Now, why, you may ask, did we give an articulated jaw? Because we were inspired by a little bit of footage.
5: Jeff was inspired you by footage.
3: You all know this. <laughs> So, there it is. We have a priority signal from the Star Destroyer. I, I, I didn't even
6: see it. Yeah, okay.
3: Well, they wanted it to open more, right,
6: That's the cutting room floor stuff, right? Yeah. Before they cut up, when he makes a sound, that's when his mouth just gets really open. Right, and That's
5: right, it, right, right, at, right at, at,
3: the
6: at the end scene of it. Somewhere.
5: Somewhere. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, but we're excited about He's be great. They just wanted
3: to make a jaw and trying to make it seem like it fit in there.
5: Well, it was actually, actually. To bring a, another little point, it allowed us to get more um, details in the mouth by making them separate pieces, so the articulation just came free, and then we decided to split the tongue out as well just to help hide that articulation. It was actually a sculptor's idea it was so it, it, it serves a purpose and it looks better, so it's good.: I think some awesome. people uh, missed it <laughs> <laughs> so, oh
1: my God,
9: we have
0: a priority signal from the star Destroyer. right.
3: Let's just watch the whole thing. Third time? No, don't worry. Don't worry. All
5: right. Oh, Dave Venemeyer is our sculptor.
4: Also a long time.
5: Yeah, he's been in the Star Wars brand. Since 96, 97, I think. He's yeah, been on the team. Long time. You should see his office. He's got heads everywhere. I just want to go in there and just
6: thought so you should clarify that.
5: Figure
10: heads. Figure heads. <laughs> <laughs> Figure heads everywhere. That's
5: right. <laughs> yeah, not human heads. That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. uh, Next up, we have our Jabba, which is uh, available for purchase, which comes with the uh, salacious Crumb and his hookah pipe, along with his rail. Um, A couple cool things, just background information. We worked very closely with our packaging team to kind of get a very cool expression. You're going to get that flap opens up, and it looks like the the entrance to Jabba's um, castle. And uh, we put a little other things in the side for you to. Play with Han Solo in carbonite in cardboard carbonite form, (laughs) and uh, there's a couple other little things in there. But it's it's it's, it was a fun experience doing the uh, packaging along with the toy at the same time, and he will be offered uh, in our main line at in our deluxe our black series six inch deluxe just by himself without all the extras, but that. New form, the deluxe um, with the this, this speeder bike that's coming out, and now the Java. It, it's given us a bigger box, and with that bigger box, we can do more Black Series six inch and, and start to blow it out and do some some bigger things. So,
3: and it's worth worth mentioning, as Bill mentioned before, at this scale we can do a lot more detail a lot more things. So with this Comic Con pack, we're able to actually get Java's food in there.
5: Oh the, yeah, yeah, the chubas. Chubas. Not
3: be, they're not chalupas. They're chubas.
5: Taco Bell chubas. chubas. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I'm um, sorry, to add a little bit extra in there, the hookah pipe is not real working by the way. But um, we did go in and sculpt the, uh, or Dave sculpted, the um, the chubas inside so you can see the top and the bottom of them if you're so inclined to look real closely inside there. Um, and it, it's it's just great getting that amount of detail in these figures, but we actually added a feature in as well. So if you move either of the arms, his mouth will open and close because it's a soft uh, roto head. So we kind of took what we did in Clone Wars, with the, uh, the Jabba there and the mechanism that everybody, at least on our team, liked, and we kind of put that in, in the realistic version of this Jabba.
6: There's, there's actually no way you can't do that without going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Just, it has L- to. Little sidebar, I wanted an extra tongue in there that you would puppet with the other arms so you can get the whole, ah, 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 But no, <laughs> they got, they got cut, they cut the tongue. <laughs> Too much. Too much, no tongue in Jabba. Well, he's got a tongue. It's in there. What
3: yeah. sound effect it would it Would it have
5: lights and sounds? Would, what would it sound like? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, no. That's it. Yes, exactly. Cool. Oh, guess Whoa. what So like I was kind of alluding to, uh, we have the bigger box, so we can do more deluxe. So what would you guys think we could possibly fit in there, maybe? Like, maybe a wampa? Oh! So six inch scale, the Wampa himself is very large, but um, we have him in pack with the Hoth Hans, uh Luke Skywalker. His arm comes off; his right arm is removable, so you can kind of recreate that fantastic cut your arm off scene.
11: Hang them upside down. We are
5: hanging them upside down in pack as well, so he's going to be in the Black Series Deluxe packaging, hanging upside down. Oh yeah. So, uh, one design um, decision was made to go with a fabric or soft goods uh, scarf around the head so that when he is hanging upside down, the scarf actually falls correctly and looks right. So, we, we pay attention to tiny details sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> he said sometimes, too. Oh, next up. Woo. So, we got a Tauntaun as well. We have Han Solo with. No, you cannot split him open. His belly doesn't split. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, not right now. Not in this version, I can say, maybe. I really wanted to push that. Um, so the, <laughs> we're really excited about Han Solo. He comes with his uh, his blaster and his binoculars, and then he will be able to ride on his giant tauntaun in Which the six-inch scale. A lot of
11: articulation. A
5: lot of articulation in the, uh, in the head, the ankles, hips, Arms. It's a really big figure, so we couldn't really get as much articulation as we would have maybe thrown in, but for the price point, this is great value, these two figures together. We're pretty excited about it. And the future is open. I mean, now that we have these tools, we can do anything we want. Or oh, you guys can think about what we would do.
3: <laughs> oh! I have foreseen it. Oh, and we, uh, I'm actually not allowed to reveal this here today, but we did it anyway. We've got this guy coming in, uh, in six inch. So a lot of you have asked and we want to deliver. So the emperor is coming.
5: Yeah, so the emperor is on his way. And actually, um, he comes with a completely soft goods cloak. Like, so head to toe, cloak over the head is fantastic. And uh, I just sent the deco model over to Lucasfilm yesterday. So Chris, if you can just approve that as quickly as possible, we can get these out.
3: I got to go. <laughs> So that's the lineup we wanted to show you here today. Thank you very much for for coming. And we'll be down in the booth after this to answer questions and come on down and, and see the stuff, see the product. Thanks, everybody.
4: Thank you. Thanks.
6: Four turtles. Four brothers. Genetically reborn in the sewers of New York. Named after the great Renaissance masters and trained as ninjas.
2: Now Playing Podcast brings you their latest retrospective series, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles
7: with the dudettes. Major League butt-kicking is back in town.
2: With the upcoming theatrical reboot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise, join Arnie, Stewart, and Jacob each week at nowplayingpodcast.com for a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles review from the 1990 original film all the way through this year's reboot.
12: I guess it's time for a little uh,
7: cultural exchange, if you know what I mean. from nuclear it is is the food that's short of These ninjas are into pepperoni and Back to the story.
2: It's Find those reviews and hundreds more at nowplayingpodcast.com.
11: And remember, go ninja, go ninja go. <laughs>
13: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the collective panel. Uh, My name is Anita Castellar, I'm on the licensing team for Star Wars, of course. Um, Happy Friday Con, which is also Star Wars Day, so we are really excited. I I just wanna start off actually with a thank you, right? So thank you to you, the fans, for always continuing to support us, show up, Really, we appreciate it. And then also, thank you to the great panelists and licensees that I get to work with on a daily basis. So, without much further ado, I'm sure you're here for the info, not for us. So, <laughs> we'll move along to the next slide. Um, the effects we're going to bring up the panelists in, in order. And so, we have Dan from Kodobukia, and we have Ashley from General Giant, and we have Brian and Gino and our team from Sideshow, which I'm still getting to know. So I'm sorry, please introduce yourselves.
11: Oh, does this work? Does this yeah, work? Yeah. Right, I'm David, I am our director at Sideshow. Uh,
10: Mike Tolentino, I'm the coordinator. Matt Bischoff, I'm ground support for
13: these two.
1: We had some shift changes at Sideshow,
13: so I'm getting to know you guys. All right, so without further ado, Brian.
7: Hi everybody, thanks for coming again every year, and I'd like to thank everyone who emailed me to remind me that it was one o'clock this year. <laughs> um, we're just going to show a couple things uh, because we got a lot more added to the program as Anita will go through. And by the way, thank Anita for taking over for uh, for us on, on the collective panel. So we're going to just show a couple things, a couple things you've seen before, but we've been able to progress through them and wanted to give you a little update on them. And the, we have a lot of new exciting things in our booth we invite you to come by and take a look at. So we're going to kind of do this a little bit of out of order because it's us and we're last minute. Uh, so we have a little video first, after you see it it's only about a minute, remember it and we'll get back to it. So. I can't to too
9: big. Size matches not. Look at me. Does me by my size, do you? Hmm? hmm? And where you should not. For my ally is the force and the powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous things are me not this true matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, you me, the free, the rock, everywhere. Yes, and
7: even between the land and the ship. Okay, so keep that in mind. Okay. okay, we're really happy to announce that we're going to go back to the Macquarie concept stormtrooper helmet We had actually started this a few years back um, With the help of Ralph at the time and this is the sketch he gave us to To actually produce he made a series of different sketches and we were working with him at the time Because uh, we did the Vader concept helmet and he asked us to do this one This was his favorite of the concept sketches that he had made and you know, this is the prototype we showed a couple years ago um, and what's really great about this project is when you do these sketches, like in the first one, there's no backside, So no one knew what the back of this thing looked like, so Ralph actually helped us finish the back side. So if you, if you come to our, our booth, you can see it. And this is our actual prototype that we now have in our booth to come take, to check out. And this is actually made by the factory. So uh, when we do put them up for pre-order, this is what the... Um, the helmet would actually look like. Um, the next thing is our Yoda, which now we go back to. Um, I'm, I think some of you know that a few years back ago, we announced that we were gonna attempt the Yoda puppet. That was a huge undertaking. Uh, it took a lot of uh, research, and we were actually able to get an original head that belonged to Stuart Freeborn. So we actually took his head, and we cast it along with the feet, the hands, the cane, the flute, the upper lip, the teeth. You name it, we got it. Um, so I'm going to let Gino go through this. He's the one that's working on the development. He was the Frank Oz in that first video <laughs> that he did. <laughs> so. We just said everything
8: I was
9: going to say. <laughs> <laughs>
8: I mean, we just said everything I was going to say pretty much, but I'll try to elaborate a little bit. Okay, so like you said, we were really excited to be able to do a Yoda puppet that is uh, authentic to *Empire Strikes Back* and *Return of the Jedi*. And um, uh, Stuart Freeborn maintained all the assets for the original puppet, and, and they didn't end up in the Lucasfilm archives for some reason. And um, uh, before he passed, all of those assets went into private collectors' hands. And we spent a lot of time tracking these private collectors down, and building relationships with them to get them to let us borrow these assets so we can amass them from all these different people to bring them together to actually produce a puppet that's the first time since Return of the Jedi accurate to the original trilogy movie. And so um, the prototype that we have on display out when you come to the booth, you'll get to see every piece on that thing is straight from a production made item, whether it be his ears, the head, the teeth, uh, the nails, the cane, the flute, the whole nine, and then Oh yeah, that's our uh, our first test casting. You can see you. it was uh, the original head we got since it was made out of um, biscuit foam. There was some you know erosion and damage over the years, so we had to do a little bit of cleanup work on it to restore it back to its original state. Um, and uh, also, the clothes that he wears, um, they actually have the original Empire Strikes Back and the Kung jolly Robes.
12: Oh,
8: oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> Here's some of the feet, and this is the walking cane. So um, you know, when Frank Oz would have his hand up into the puppet, uh, he would hold the bottom of the cane and move his hand, and then another woman would stand beside him, have her arm up into his sleeve and control his right hand. And that's what you're kind of seeing in some of these pieces. Uh, Here's some of his robes uh, that were direct from the Luxem archives. They still had them, the originals, which I couldn't believe because I'd never seen them before. Um, and we patterned directly off of them and sourced fabrics to match exactly and um, that was real, pretty excellent. (laughs) And yeah, that's supposed to be our picture that's not there. (laughs) So, uh, and to come by our booth and actually see it for yourself, better than a picture anyway. That's it. So next up
13: we'll have our team from Sideshow come on up and give you
9: some sneak peeks.
11: Hey guys, like I said, I'm Dave Igo, I'm our director for all of our licensed product stuff. We have Matt and Mike. Mike helps run all the resin projects. Matt Plastics is kind of how he's built our company. So Matt's going to run you through some of our plastic 6-scale figures, like what we've been doing, kind of like things that we've been working on. Then I'll run you guys through some resin stuff. So.
10: right. thank you guys for coming. I'm supposed to put my name here, I guess. So, uh, For the 6-scale program this year, we're going Starting off with the last two uh, clones, but the heavier bulked out ARC Troopers. So this is off the existing clone armor, but with more pieces assembled on top of that, so we're giving you more of a heavy duty commando uh, ARC Trooper. And these are down at our booth, 1929. They're there for you guys to check it out after the panel if you'd like to come see them in person. Uh, The first two are Echo and Fives. Uh, These are following up our phase ones that we released earlier this year. So you'll have both sides of the spectrum. We also have the Scout Trooper. So, this one of the main themes we're going back for this year is going back to the original trilogy. So, we're hitting up you know, Jedi. Last year, we spent a lot of time on Empire with the Hoth, with Luke and Han, Tauntaun, Probot, Snowtrooper, Trooper, web So, now we're kind of going into the other movies, New Hope and Jedi. And one of the Jedi ones is going to be Scout Trooper, along with the speeder bike. And both of these are down at our booth as well. The speeder bike. Um, has some movable handlebars. The foot pedals will, will be movable. Uh, the front uh, steering vanes will have some articulation to them. There'll also be a uh, attachable base that covers the current base that's on it, so if you want to have a little diorama scene, you can do that, or you can display it with it off, so you can have more of like a model type piece for your showcase. We also have R2-D2 and C-3PO. Um, our R2-D2 is more in our six scale line to accompany our current sizing for our figures. Um, he's also a bit weathered and he has a whole lot of uh, features pop up. Periscope, life scanner, um, panels open up. A lightsaber will pop out of the dome, has a magnet on the end of it and you can open up all the panels. You don't have to have the little finger tip uh, flip opening things on there. Uh, he has a Jabba's uh, bartender thing around him and he has the articulated arm that goes in the top dome. He has lights, it's a touch sensor, so there's no buttons to press. You just wave your finger and the force leads you to turn the lights on. Uh, in addition, he also comes with a little table that's in Obi-Wan's hut in A New Hope with an illuminated uh, Princess Leia. So one tap hits all the lights, the next tap hits the projector, and then you can illuminate the Leia next to it. So those are all down at the booth. If you want to come see in person, just ask one of us and we can bring it out and show you. Uh, we also have c 3PO. Uh, this c 3 pilot is gonna be all in ABS plastic, and he's gonna be weathered. So we've had some great offerings prior to that some have been shiny. Ours is in line with our R2-D2, so it'll be kind of we're going after the look after they land on Tatooine before he gets his uh, grease clean at uh, Luke's farm. But uh, he'll have a little bit of weathering. He'll be more akin to the uh, to the first landing of the pod on Tatooine, and he will have illuminated eyes. We're also doing our pilots. We're doing X-wing Luke and Imperial TIE Fighter pilot. We're, we have a Scout Trooper pilot, we have a TIE Fighter pilot, we have an X-Wing pilot, so you can kind of see and put your best guess where we're heading with some other pilots from uh, the original trilogy. Both of these are down there, as well. And I'll hand it over to Dave, who will give you some more information. <laughs> uh,
11: my tag. I'm David Igo. <laughs> He's forgot already. All right, so. A couple of years ago, we announced our mythos line, which is fifth scale, all-sculpt, for some, we really did that, because we focused more on quarter scale and sixth scale, so we kind of want to find an all-sculpt uh, area to play, like to work in, that didn't compete too much with other people. So we were trying to uh, find what we could do with that, and with uh, the new direction with Star Wars recently, we had to really rethink what we want to do for like the next wave of mythos line, so to kind of like, Come back to thinking of more fit scale all sculpt stuff, we thought maybe approaching it like an artist series, similar to what we've done with other licenses as well. So we announced earlier this year that we were doing Macquarie Fit Scale line. Um, we sneaked the Darth Vader. So we're working out the whole set, or the whole set. These uh not the whole set, just these guys. So we have Darth Vader's gonna be our first offering. This is the first time we're showing. The rest of them with uh, our intention for the base and then we have Bubba Fett and Stormtrooper as well You know, we want to show you guys our commitment to this line and that we're doing them all not just If we're doing one or the other, so we want to really just kind of come back to where Star Wars started Especially with the new like with how Rebels is tied back in and before it So we want to really celebrate what he's done and do his Darth Vader, his Stormtrooper, and his Boba Fett So that's what we're thinking right now at fifth scale for the Dumb line 2.0 well, We figure out what we want to do with Mythos um, so premium formats is really our bread and butter, the quarter scale with cut and sew, and other things we have. Commander Cody just started going be shipping uh, next, month, next shipping month. Shipping next month. He's down at the booth right now, um, 1929. So we have him, and we really want to keep thinking like how we could tie in premium formats together as a line. So we kept on the whole villain's jagging. We took a stab at doing a more realistic interpretation of Savage Opress, who's also down at the booth. So it was kind of fun figuring out how we can take him from the animated show and then bring a little more real life to him. And we don't, we just finished a, uh, our new Boba Fett prototype, which we didn't have time to get in the presentation, but he's also down at the booth as well. So we want to kind of come back and hit some major, what we're calling Titan characters. And we haven't done Boba Fett since like five, no, eight, six, seven years ago. So we want to come back and do another approach to Boba Fett. So earlier this year, we also announced uh, doing a new Darth Vader premium format. And we're still working on him. We were hoping to have him at the show, but we had to make sure he's as screen accurate as possible for you guys. So I just brought the more full cool reveal of the concept art, what we're intending to do with him. So him and Boba Fett we're trying to end future premium formats as well, trying to theme them up where they're not just on... Flat bases, trying to elevate them a little bit without going too insanely high, like we've done before. So we're trying to find a good place you guys can put them in shelves without worrying about it. But the exclusive will be a swap out head. And our next screen format for that, continuing on, uh, we're now we're doing a sand trooper. And there's an element to this I'm really excited about because it hasn't really been done. But we're working on. Uh, you'll see it later this year, but <laughs> it's part. of, the, <laughs> Just to let you guys know, it's going to. be it's something i'm really partial to um so yeah so we're continuing on just the whole like dylan's theme with our premium formats while we wait on to see what we can do with episode seven um and then we've been doing legendary scale figures which are super not easy to do they're you know a little bit of a love-hate relationship but our obi-wan kenobi we brought we finally put them up for pre-sale this week and we have Darth Vader as well so they can companion together really well um, so that's where we're like really trying to figure out how to lock those guys in together. So we have Obi-Wan, he just went up for pre-order, he'll be shipping... He won't be shipping until probably second or third quarter of 2015. Cool. And Darth Vader should be, be up for pre-order, hopefully by the end of the year. Promise? No. no, no. <laughs> 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 Can't promise you anything. Alright, then we have our life-size figures we can bring in every year, which are really fun do these guys, and again, Labor of Love, we actually work with Gino on a few of these as well. Um, so we have our public fat, Darth Vader, Yoda, and Hanuk Carbonite, and we're looking at who could be the next guy. So this isn't the end of our life-size figures, but we have a couple more coming. And I'll turn it over to Mike to talk about some. Rick, we just wanted to let you guys know that we're actually gonna be giving away a Han Solo. You can t- see it at the booth, 1929 but we're going to be giving away the Han on a website. It's sideshow.com slash winsolo. Go there, you can register, and that bad thing could be in your house taking up a majority of your kitchen. <laughs> and, and we also have a c- consolation prize from ThinkGeek, and just tons of uh, Han Solo swag that we're going to be giving away. So
7: sideshow.com slash winsolo. Right. Thanks guys. Thank you so much.
12: Hi everyone, my name is Dan and I'm here to talk about our newest offerings for Kotobukiya. This is going to uh, cover the rest of 2014 and into 2015 and maybe even to 2016. Um, I want to say that it's always a lot of fun to come up here and talk to everyone about uh, what we have in store and I think I've done this maybe this is my fourth year doing this. So. Um, it's always a delight to see the reaction of what we're about to announce, and I'm here to say that a majority of these announcements have not been made public either through our Facebook, our website, or at our booth. So what you are gonna see here is a first-time announcement for everything, including our next Star Wars Artifacts, the Shoujo. So I think a lot of people are waiting for that announcement, so why don't we just jump into it? Um, we've got our Artifacts Plus series, and that's a 1 10th scale collectible. And for those of you that are not familiar with our Artifacts Plus, it's, uh, there's magnets on the feet. And if anyone's come by our booth, 2601, maybe you saw a few stormtroopers that we have set up. Actually, we have 1,000 stormtroopers set up. So come by the booth and check those out if you get a chance. But this is the same type of product. It's a 110 scale, like I said, ABS PVC plastic. And sometimes we like to include different parts so you can do different poses. Um, so we've been getting a lot of requests to do the core characters um, from A New Hope. So Han Solo and Chewbacca, we have a factory sample at our booth right now, you can check that out. Uh, they will be followed by, oh, and just to go back, they'll be available this fall. And uh, next up will be um, Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. And I think I made this announcement maybe last year, but we actually have prototypes an uh, early printing at our booth, so you can go ahead and check those out. If it wasn't time to get a photo into this presentation. But as you can see from the uh, artist rendering, when you get the two sets together, it's gonna make a really nice presentation for your Artifacts Plus collection. Um, this is a brand new announcement, and we're really excited to have partnered up with Barnes and Noble. And we're going to be offering R2-M5, and this is going to be a limited edition and it will be available this fall at the Barnes & Noble stores across America. Uh, SRP will be forty-four ninety-nine, dollars and it will come with a collector's coin like our previous uh, R2 units, so I know there's a huge fan base for the R2s and we're happy to be able to supply those uh, particular droids. And we've got some more surprises in store, not any announcements that I can make right now, but keep your eyes on Barnes & Noble because they're going to have some exclusives uh, in the coming months. So R2M5, uh, a brand new announcement coming to Barnes & Noble stores this fall. Artifacts, and this is something where a lot of fans have been saying, hey, are you going to go back to the Artifacts, Artifacts 17 scale, um, sometimes light-up features, uh, sound effects, and we are going to go back to artifacts and this is the first time announcement we're going to be doing a Darth Vader Empire Strikes, Bur- Empire Strikes Back version of uh, the artifacts scale and again very early in development but we are hoping to add maybe some sound in the base, maybe some breathing effects, uh, lights, you name it, but it will most likely be in the pose of our Artifacts Plus Darth Vader from Empire Strikes Back because that's been a very po- popular pose and a lot of fans have asked us, hey, we would love to see that in maybe an Artifacts scale. So we're happy to be, to, to be able to offer that in. And look for that in 2015. Another new announcement, we're gonna be doing the Snow Trooper 2-pack in Artifacts Plus scale. And just like our Clone Troopers, our Sand Troopers, and our Storm Troopers, we're gonna be adding, uh, including multiple pieces, so you can do a a whole bunch of different poses. As you can see here, these are uh, three of the poses that we're hoping to include. Um, And uh, they will go great with the Empire Strikes Back version of Darth Vader, which is available now. And uh, look for those sometime next year. Another new announcement, uh, we're gonna be doing K-3PO, Artifacts Plus Statue. Again, 110 scale, so it'll go great with the other droids in our collection including uh, R2-D2 and C3PO. And again, look for that sometime next year. We're also gonna be doing Yoda and R2-D2 in a Dagobah-type paint application, and that's gonna be a two-pack. Again, going back to those core characters that fans have been asking, and Yoda has been at the top of the list. So again, look for that next year. I know everything's next year, but it's gonna be a great (laughs) year next year, I think. We can all agree. Um, let me see, I think this is, okay, Obi-Wan Kenobi, we're going to be doing him in Artifacts plus scale. Um, we don't have a Vader in Artifacts plus scale from A New Hope, we do have Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, but if fans want A New Hope Darth Vader, let us know and I'll, uh, at the end of this presentation I'll tell you how you can get in touch with us and tell us what you want to see uh, from our Star Wars collection. Uh, now, this next slide, this is, this is our bashojo announcement. Um, I believe it is. And, you know, we've been going back, on, back and forth as to what character we should do for the bashojo. And I think we finally have settled on what it's going to be. And it's going to be a stormtrooper, female stormtrooper uh, bashojo. Bashojo roughly translates into beautiful woman, pretty girl, artwork done by Shinya Yamashita. And um, yeah we're going to be, this is gonna be our next uh, artifacts, the Shoujo statue. So look for more details uh, coming up and um, we're real excited about that. Moving on, we've got, uh, and if you haven't seen these already, we have our Light Up Lightsaber Chopsticks. This is the Darth Vader version. We also have Luke Skywalker. And we're gonna be adding Mace Windu and Yoda to the mix. So those will be coming out uh, next year. Same price point, $14.99. And you know, a lot of fun, really bright LEDs. Um, easily you just take out the blade and this is how you you know can wash it and the batteries are replaceable. So uh, look for those coming next year. Something new that we're gonna be going into our kuch- uh, kitchen goods uh, category is we've got a pouch sandwich shaper. So basically, you know, you two pieces of bread, some <laughs> peanut butter and jelly, press it together and you can do different shapes. And, You know, looking at this, I think you could do a a lot of maybe tasty fried goods with this type of system. And it also comes with a type of a little stencil. So you can kind of maybe brush on some cocoa, do a little detailing on your your sandwich there. So look for those sometime next year and uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun. And then finally, we've got our boiled egg shaper. And I can't, I cannot wait to try this. So what you do is you boil an egg, let it cool down a bit, peel the egg, put it in the shaper, dip it in some cold water for about 15, 20 minutes, and voila. Once you open the shaper, you're going to have either RTD2, C-3PO, Darth Vader, Star Wars logo, Stormtrooper helmet, and like I said, I can't wait to try this myself. You can come to our booth, 2601, and see early prototypes of this particular egg shaper, and I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Fans and exactly kids and just everyone so definitely looking forward to that And finally so uh, we love to hear feedback from the fans. We really you know what you want We want to give you so you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com put uh, You can send us an email at questions at Coda or some of the items um, when they become available for pre-order Check us out at Coda Thank you everyone
13: We like to have fun with our collectibles from the low end to high end. Ashley, come on up
1: and we'll, um, Ashley from General Giant will take you through the problem. Hi guys, thanks for coming out. Um, i have try to keep this short. We put together another little video, sneak peek of what we have upcoming. A lot of stuff you've kind of seen already, some of it's new. Um, we're continuing on with our jumbo line, we're going into Return of the Jedi. Um, We're going back and visiting our minibus line, going back to the classics, um, doing Luke and Leia and Han. And we're doing more statues. We're doing some maquettes from the Animated Rebel series. So I will go ahead and start our video. our booth we're 3513 um, we had the Bobo fett down there he's not pink he's he's painted correctly so come on by and get your photograph taken a look
13: okay, so as you know or may not know there is a little indie film coming out next year called episode 7 a um, so, little, little project you know you know maybe about 10 people might show up to see it. But um, come back next year, of course, we'll probably have a lot to share with you, or we may not have that much to share with you. <laughs> but we'll sure have a lot of excitement and we'll share that with you as well for next year. But before we um, start wrapping up with some Q&A and some other activities, I have hot off the presses the new Rebels trailer. So I do have some content to show you that debuted last night. So why don't we go ahead and play that now. for Rebels we're really excited to really debut a new platform whole new generation of fans will be engaged starting this fall as you can see and if you didn't catch it in all that action there's our record our Ralph Macquarie style troopers in this film so we're excited for Rebels again tune in for that and so we'll have some Q&A now so if you would please come on up and line up here at the microphone and when we um, as you can you know, As you ask your question, if you wouldn't mind coming forward here and then see one of the volunteers on the side, and we have a special treat for you when you go away. Um, and then after that, we will have other treats to give away as well, and that's where your raffle tickets come in, so please.
10: Dan, this question is about the uh,
12: the ice cube trays from Kodo. Is that series done, or is there more to come? Um, Right now we don't have any uh, silicon ice Trace uh, scheduled in our lineup, but again, if fans want to see maybe some other characters added to those designs, let us know. And uh, we'll go from there, but right now nothing is scheduled. Thank you. Dan, this for you too. I don't remember if you've done it yet, but the Slave Leia, plans for that? It, it's definitely come up on our list, and um, but at you know it's certainly a possibility but right now i think this is where we're going to uh, go with the female storm- stormtrooper
11: this might be a silly question but like for your um your of the statues and stuff how do you normally like uh get decide what characters you're going to use do you actually take like polls of fans. I'm sorry, I'm not used to your um...
12: we, we have actually and if anyone remembers at Star Wars Celebration we asked what Trooper fans wanted to see. The winner was the Sand Trooper. And then we go from there and second and third choice we keep those uh, you know characters in mind for when we plan our future product lineups. So definitely and we have a you know an internal product Development meetings and things like that, and we're just looking at the forums and things like that to find out what fans want to see and how the line will evolve.
11: Okay, so fan input is important. To it's you guys. very important to okay, us. Okay, cool. Yes. Thank
12: you. You're welcome.
5: Hi, can you just tell me when these products will be available, uh, like in Barnes and Noble or?
12: Uh, the Barnes and Noble uh, R2M5 will be available this fall. So we're looking probably at maybe October, November. Start checking the stores then. Okay. Thank you. Hi, this is for Ashley. Um, I'm a big fan of the General Giant Mini Bus for the Star Wars, and I I thought I saw something that. The lightsaber is going to start to light up now with like the new indoor Luke, or is that something as rumored?
1: Not not with the indoor Luke, but that is definitely something that we've looked at, uh, incorporating and of course as we're doing uh, the polystone products, we're always looking at ways of improving them and adding value, especially to our collectors' club and different things. So
12: right, like you have the holograms that light up, and then the, yes. the Cody that lights up. Yes. Like a lightsaber light up for yes. feedback, that would be great.
1: Awesome. All Thank right. you. Just a
12: general question,
11: but uh, have you ever, guys, gotten uh, like someone in the office or someone or a bunch of fans say, "Hey, we want to, we want this figure," but marketing or somebody runs like some numbers and like they say, "No one will buy this," and you just had to re- reject a couple ideas. Yes. 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 <laughs> any any particular one? I'm sorry. Any particular model? Like, I see a bunch of Po Nudo action figures. Maybe, I, I, I still want a no. Galactic Marine quarter scale. That's one of my favorite designs, but I can't get them to do it fast enough. So two thousand nineteen maybe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thank you.
8: <laughs> Hi, my question is for all the studios. Um, have any of you been given any of the images for the upcoming film to start planning your
10: design? All of them. Maybe you can grunt once. That for can yes. neither be
13: confirmed nor denied at this moment. Uh,
10: anything? <laughs> Nobody. Okay. Thank you. Sideshow Collectibles, have you thought about doing a bounty hunter series with like IG88 for loan? For quarter scale or six scale? Any of them? Yeah in six scale we've done boba fett Bossk, and ig88 um, the c3po body does lend itself to another bounty hunter right um, and you got to complete the set at some point so i think in six scale we'd like to and it's definitely something we're, we're i want to confirm or deny but it's something we would definitely be interested in doing and we now have a little more tools to be able to complete them out but as far as resin
11: Resin, yeah, I mean, we just have Boba Fett coming out. We uh, just released, I mean, not released him, but we just showed him. Um, we, we're huge fans of the Bounty Hunter like, gang, all yep. of them. I really want to make it IGA gate a little bit more in a dynamic pose, not, you know, just stand there. So it's definitely come up in our discussions many times, just kind of like, we can only do so many in a year, so it's like, which one do we do first, you know? So, yes, cool. we have to consider.
10: Awesome.
1: Hi, uh,
13: for the EFX uh, Yoda puppet, uh, for the one that you've made, is it an actual
5: operable puppet, or is it just a replica to look like
8: the... Okay, well, the the piece that we have on display out on the floor, it's, it's actually half and half right now. <laughs> so, like, the head is solid resin, but of course it'll be, like, some kind of... We're still exploring materials right now for what would be the best substitute for foam latex, which, as you know, just deteriorates over time fairly quickly, so... Um, it's going to be stretched over a skull structure and actually, you know, you go to stick your hand up in it and, you know, do the whole thing.
13: So um, it will eventually
8: be ordered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. so, I mean, for now, we just we're so excited to show it and we're in such early stages of it's it like, well, you know, they'll get the gist.
7: <laughs> All right, thank you.
10: Hi, um, my question is for Dan. Um, regarding your ice molds, would you consider making it bigger?
1: So I would have a... Basketball-sized Death Star? <laughs> uh,
10: well,
12: we did do the DX size. So um, as far as a larger size Death Star one, I'm not sure if that's in the product plan, but maybe, yeah. Oh, okay, thank you.
11: Hi, this is for the EFX guys. I think I heard you say that the, uh, the original uh, moldings or castings for the Yoda pieces uh, were being held privately. Um, I was wondering how long it took to get everything together and how you went about hunting
7: those folks down. I think it's probably been about four years now, I think. Yeah. Um, like Gino had said, what happened was when uh, Stuart Freeborn, towards the end there, he had a lot of this materials. And so there were a lot of his friends he invited over, and someone got the head, someone got the ears, someone got the fingers, I mean the hand and things like that. So after years and years and years, we've kind of found who had everything. Yeah. And so, you know, we work with, with all these people and everyone wants to see, because a lot of their, their uh, material they have is just deteriorating over time. So now this is a good way to preserve what they've got. Uh, so they worked, that's why they were very cooperative with us to help us make this puppet a reality. Yeah, that's great, yeah, thank if you. We did, if
8: we do the do something now, an original um, casting of what Yoda looked like back then would just be lost to time. So us doing this right now preserve you know that particular Yoda for like you know for forever.
3: Right, right, forever. That's great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and, and ever. <laughs> we'll
7: make it out of PVC, but that never. <laughs> uh hey,
8: I've got a question for Ashley. The jumbo jab of the heart. Um, how big will that be? How will it will be packaged, and about how much would it be? <laughs>
1: Well, this is a, that's kind of a new announcement. Um, it's going to be in scale with the other figures, just like the Wampa is that's going to be shipping here in the next few months. Um, so everything will be scaled accordingly to what the jumbo size figures are. So what you can imagine, your original three and three-quarter-inch figures, just jumbo-size it. <laughs> is that big? <laughs> yeah. It'll be
0: big. It's crazy. <laughs> this is for Sideshow. Um, can we see less clone troopers and more stormtroopers?
3: Uh, Returning again to the Yoda puppet, uh, you mentioned that you had to do quite a search for assets, and uh, in the course of design, did you work with any professional puppeteers in the creation of the replica? Not yet,
7: (laughs) but we plan to. We've talked to a number of people who were actually involved in the project. Um, Their involvement in the... In the uh, project is not, we're not there yet because we're still just gathering parts but you know we learned about the upper lip and I, actually I never knew Yoda had teeth <laughs> there's 48 of them <laughs> so <laughs> well there was 48 in the box <laughs> this is for the guys at Sideshow
5: you said you, you did the mythos line you're now going on to the Ralph Macari are you ever going to go back and do more for the mythos or is that done?
11: I'd love that. Hope so, to, hope so. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd love to just we have to figure out what uh Lucas' long term plans are with like where they're taking episode seven, eight, 9, what characters are available to us and what we can do with them essentially. So we had some really good designs and we had to hold off on showing you guys them yet yeah, because we're to figure that out. So. And we want to make sure they're packaged where we can have three or four of them to display or to show at one time.
5: Thank you. No
13: Thank you. All great questions. So now
1: well, that's it for now. We'll be back in a few days with the rest of the show.
2: Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can be on the next episode of Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at SWActionNews.com. All materials submitted are subject to use on our show. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at SWActionNews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at SWActionNews.com the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook and Twitter. The links to our social media sites are at SWActionNews.com. If you enjoyed the show, please post about Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, or your social media network of choice, or just tell a friend about the show. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. If you also enjoy Marvel Comics, you can hear Arnie and Marjorie talk about the toys and statues based on Marvel Comics characters on the Marvelicious Toys podcast at MarveliciousToys.com. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, edited, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Star Wars Action News podcast video enhancement by Andrew, Daryl, Josh, and Barrett. Star Wars Action News website designed by Jason. Photo editing by Jay. Graphic design by Chris. Associate produced and announcements by Brock. Segments hosted by Jerry, Jonathan, Brock, Nathan and Steve. For more Star Wars collecting, please check out GalacticHunter.com, JediDefender.com, JediTempleArchives.com and YakFace.com. And we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. All rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2014, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Until next time, may the pegs be stopped and the Force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting.